Well, good evening. It's uh, Sunday, November 24th, 2019. This is your West Ham Week in Review. I'm sure you can't wait to review this week. <laughs> what another spectacular week in the history of West Ham United. Uh, we've got tonight with us uh, Selly from... Uh, are you in Sacramento, Selly? Yeah, just outside. Yep. Okay. That's why that. Selly in Sacramento. We've got Liam in Fresno. Uh, we have Wally uh, probably suffering through the same weather I'm suffering through. He's in... Uh, Outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia. Uh, rainy and cold. Rainy and cold, just like here in Boston. Rainy and cold. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie Boy is going to come on with us momentarily from Brooklyn. He'll be on in a minute when he comes in. You won't miss him. He'll <laughs> you know he's here. Uh, and then we'll do our, our five-way discussion. Before we get started, um, quickly some business things. Uh, Christmas is coming. Get yourself a scarf. Go to AmericanHammersTV.us. We have a whole new batch of scarves in. The colors are proper. They don't look like Houston Oilers scarves anymore. If you guys go back far enough to remember the Houston Oilers, nice. they don't look like Houston Oilers scarves anymore. They look like they've got proper claret and blue. I just got one on Saturday. Tim brought me one on Saturday. They look really good. Nice. So get a scarf and um, uh, you know help us out there. Also, ahtv.threadless.com, or maybe it's no, it's, that's what it is. It's got to be that ahtv.threadless.com. Uh, the shirt Wally's wearing there that comes off. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, this one, this shirt came out great. I love this shirt. It looks, yeah. it looks, yeah. it looks sharp, man. It looks, looks sharp. Awesome. It looks really good. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm only wearing American Hammers TV gear until West Ham went out of their match. So <laughs> for the rest of the season, I'll only be wearing right. probably American Hammers. Anyway, so if you want yours, uh, check it out. Every you got it, like supporters clubs, logos, and there's a girls in Clareton blue shirt for Allie and her show. They do such a great job. We love them. Uh, there's even, I think, eventually going to be a shirt with our logo on it that says we can review with like a Back to the Future thing that Alex put together for us in Mississippi, so we appreciate that. Um, anyway, I see people are filing into the um, uh, filing into the uh, chat room here. So uh, oh, there's Wally Witt. There he is. There he is. Can I let him in? Can I let him in? Uh, the old brother-in-law's Mac is messing with me. <laughs> right, how do I get down there? How do I get down there? You need a new computer, Lee. I yeah. need a new computer. This is why I yeah. keep asking people to buy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I need a new computer. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. You're, you're quiet, but we can hear you. You're quiet for once, but we can hear you. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Got a whole new setup from last week. That's Look at that, about. man. He's like yeah. a No. Yeah. Proper professional. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, uh, yeah, he's looking good. Looking good. Got the uh, got the hat and everything going. Um, yeah. So I got a big head, so I got to you know I got to cover it up. So, uh, <laughs> That's my excuse then. You got to have room for that mind, for the brain. You know what I mean? You got to right. have room for the uh, the size of your brain is uh, yeah, it's big enough that you got to have the hat to cover it. Uh, all right. So that's enough of the sales stuff. Um, let's uh, let's start with um, let's start with our impressions of yesterday's game. I'm going to give you the positives, right? And I want all of y'all, I'm going to go around the circle. I want y'all to give me whatever positives you could you could find, right? This won't take long, and then we'll move on to something else. <laughs> Here are my positives from yesterday. I managed to make breakfast for Tim and Ken the night before. <laughs> so we had a proper breakfast on match day. We had pancakes and bacon, and it was pretty good. Along with the donuts and bagels they brought, it was pretty good. So better than last time. Uh, my stream held out for the whole game. Can't decide if that's a positive or not, but uh, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't flicker, it didn't blink, it didn't go out, it didn't like the quality didn't degrade. My I got two hours of good quality streaming, so thank you, Verizon FiOS, for once for giving me that little gift. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, 
Snodgrass, Antonio, and and, uh, and Noble, I thought, put in good shifts. Antonio in particular. Uh, other than that, absolute garbage, and the scoreline flattered us big time. We really weren't really competitive <laughs> in that like game. Game. Right, exactly. We weren't really competitive in yeah. that game. So those are my positives. That's all I got. Um, why don't we go around the circle and see what everybody else has? Sally, what would you think? Um, I thought, honestly, at the beginning of the game, we came out pretty strong. Um, I didn't know what to expect from the game from both teams. You know, obviously with them having a new manager and and only having a couple of days to practice with him. And then us coming from the break, obviously, you know, I'm sure the players here, you know, all the all the gripes and all that. And uh, came out, it wasn't too bad. Uh, obviously, you know, Tottenham are always going to have more of the ball. But I think we kind of, you know, we didn't really lay down yet. Pretty much all the way through their first goal, um, which was a pretty nice goal for them. But it was, it was kind of ridiculous. And I could tell how the day was going to start once Diop got a yellow card for being thrown to the ground. Um, right. and then I, absolutely Harry Kane, by the way, Harry Kane. Oh man. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good player, but dirty, dirty, dirty player. And all yeah. day yesterday did whatever he wanted with yep. no consequence at all. It was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Until Snodgrass, not until Snodgrass pulled him to the ground. And that, <laughs> uh, seriously. And that's when yeah. he paid attention. He turns yeah. around. He's like, Oh, what's all this then? It's like, mm -hmm. what the fuck do you think it was? He's been, he's been shoulder checking everybody, but not right. shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to chest. Yeah. Fuck Harry Kane. And even when Snotty went and kind of kind of hit him, he he flopped. He even flopped when you know when Snotty Snot, went and, and Snot puts him. his arms around him. All he does is put his arms around him, and, and Harry Kane just sat down, sat down like a toddler, and flopping around. Uh, just disgusting from you know England's uh, great uh, next hope for a trophy. I, I'm telling you, that was horrible. Uh, anyway, um, all right. So okay, let, 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 let's uh, let's keep going. Uh, Wally, uh, so uh, Sally, yes, I agree. We didn't start off that badly. Um, I thought Roberto should have had the first goal, obviously. Um, but I thought Issa Diop was awful yesterday. But you know what? We're supposed to be doing positives. So let's let's go to Wally and get some positives first. <laughs> we'll go to all the negatives. <laughs> well, my positive was that I was on an island in the Caribbean yesterday morning. And I was totally mellow. I didn't get to watch the game. I checked out the score at the airport. It was over and it was 3-2. And I thought, well, that doesn't sound too bad. You know, we expected to get tonked or whatever with Mourinho, with the new manager. But, and then I started to look, well, and that's where the negative comes in because I started to look at when the goals were scored and who scored them. And it obviously must have been 3-0 at some point. Yeah. So most, anyway. Most of the so My positive was I didn't actually watch it. So... <laughs> You made the best choice yeah. of all of us, although yep. you did miss a half-decent breakfast here in uh, Chelmsford. Uh, all right, yeah. Charlie, what, what do you got, man? You got anything for us? No, I thought, you know, I thought for the first 20, 30 minutes, the guys was getting after. As soon as the, the thing kicked off, Snotty was you, – you could see him going 100 miles an hour. You know, uh, yeah. I, I honestly just think that they had the better guys than us. You know, there's a lot of things I didn't like, but at least I seen them giving the effort. Better than other weeks. It's, it might not have been pretty. We don't like the outcome. But I thought a lot of things were beautiful. Uh, one thing I thought was beautiful was uh, Noble's pass. Yes. To, yeah. to Felipe. Oh, yeah. whoo. And then he gets down there and he mucks it up. And they, they, <laughs> I, I seen somebody, oh, Halair. What do you mean, Halair? He, he, he put it behind them again. Yeah. No, know, he did. He did. It's like, oh, yeah. my God. But the, And then Antonio coming back was positive. Mm -hmm. Um. 
But it's really hard to pick a lot of pods. I liked uh, the switching rice to the back for a little bit. That was something different, right? What, do we, what so do we want? We yeah, like, too hey, late, of course. But yeah. Too late, but at least he switched it up and did something different. And that's what we've been like, oh, please do something different. He finally did. So we got to give him a little credit. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we didn't get, we didn't get the results. So it's kind of hard to say too many positives. But Antonio back. Looked strong, looked healthy, uh, and, and I like Snotty taking down Kane because you know what? I would have subbed somebody in, and I would have said, you know what? You're not going to play that much this year, so this yeah. is what we're going to do. We're not worried about your yellow card. You go in there, and you give that bastard a wham right in the ribs, and then, <laughs> and then we're going to bring you off. And that's what, I'm not trying to be dirty. No, listen, I don't want to be a dirty guy, but he could have he could have pulled Diop's shoulder out of his could have. Yep. Socket. And in all, all game, and uh, what's the other guy? Rorier tackling the guy in the box? Yeah. Yeah. Or how yeah. Say his name. I, uh, I, that's, yeah. I like that. That's hockey style. I don't know if you were yeah. a hockey guy, Charlie. Yeah. That's, uh, that's that goon stuff right there. Stuff, man. You, yeah. get Bob, you, you send Bob Probert into the game, or you send Dave Schultz into the game, or, uh, you know, right. uh, uh, Lyndon Byers in for, you know, two minutes and have him go clock somebody. <laughs> That's uh, that's how. Yeah, I actually love actually love that idea. It's he, he deserved it. I would never say that. You know, on anybody playing good, but Harry Kane, that was disgusting. The way he carried himself yesterday, it I was, mean, that was, it was nasty. All right, Liam, what do you got for us? What was no, good? I, What's good? No, I agree. I think I think Antonio was fantastic. You know what I mean? Like he, I know obviously he came on in the half, but I don't think he missed a step. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it really did not feel like he had been out for you know the last month and a half. Um, I, I, I kind of, I, I loved that he fought for every ball, every 50, 50 ball, whether it was in the air on the ground, he absolutely battled for every single one of them. Obviously got himself a goal, uh, as well, which I fully expect him to. I was like, if anybody is going to put the ball in the back of the net for us, it's Antonio He's going to love doing it too. Um, I thought he did great. I thought when, uh, this seems weird, but when Carlos Sanchez come, came on for Diop and they dropped uh rice back in the center back position i actually thought that changed the dynamic like not that carlos sanchez like offered a whole lot i actually thought charlie boy i actually thought that's what carlos was coming on for because they were like well your ass isn't gonna play put harry kane in the dirt and fucking, if you get if you get hauled <laughs> off that too. Yeah, like if you get if he gets hauled off we're already we're already what three one when he came on is like I don't think we were yeah. going to come back and win this one, or even I mean, getting a draw would have been hopeful thinking. But yeah. you know, I, I actually thought he was going to be on to be like that old school number six, be that deep lying destroyer in front of that back line, and then especially if you've got Rice behind him, Rice Rice can battle when he needs to. And mm -hmm. I think with him and Ogbana, I think the little three of them could have could have really held down the center of the field. I think we looked a lot better. Um, it seemed like Antonio was pushed up a little bit further up with Haller. I just think that Haller disappeared yet again uh, in this game. And, you know, uh, Dave and, and X talked about it in the last uh, uh, West Ham Way show that it's getting to the point that we can't make the he's getting no service excuses, That's especially true. in this game. They were putting it in the air. They were putting it on the ground. He just his first touch was like Jossie Zardis. Like it was just a it was a nightmare. Like I I don't I there were so many times that. You know, I'm I'm laying in bed and my son and my wife are next to me and we got our newborn in the little bassinet there. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, like, like trying to be trying to be so quiet not to wake everybody up. And like my son's waking up, I'm like, Daddy, who's playing? And I'm like, fucking Spurs. And, <laughs> dude, it was just, it was, you know, it like like I said, it was a game of two halves because I legitimately think 
if you separate that first half and you really just look at the second, I do think there's a lot of positives. I know we never want to lose one to Spurs. I think, you know, Rice was offsides, but if he had just been that like half a step back, we would have gotten the draw. And as much as people are saying like, oh, we wouldn't have deserved that result. Like I actually think we kind of did because Spurs lost a step. Son was completely put in the pocket in that second half. Like think about how much he overran Fredericks on that on that right-hand side for the whole first half. I mean, obviously getting his goal that Roberto put it, he could have just stood still and he would have blocked the fucking shot. All he has to do is go down. All he has to do is go down. It's like he moves out of the way. I don't understand that as a yeah, whatever. No, he jumped. He went into the air and the ball went under him. Under him. Yeah, like under his arm. Like it, like is go, is, is go to the ground. Just yeah. fall. Just no, fall. The ball will hit you. It'll hit you. Yeah. And that, and I think that to me, like some people were saying, Spurs took their foot off the grass, gas in the second half. I think we figured them out. Like as much as Pellegrini has messed up his substitutions in the last several weeks, I actually think this one he had it right with the people he had available. Um, I think the only other change I would have made is maybe Masawaku on to give a little yeah. bit more pace. That probably would have been. He wasn't even in the team. I don't no, know. What's him. I don't know. Yeah, what's yeah well, I have no idea. It's the same questions we've been asking with Ogbana. Like, why has he been sitting on the bench? I mean, it seemed like he was just trying to throw like a, a pity fuck to to Balbuena. Like, I don't I don't know what the deal with was that one. But well, well we've, got, we've got Diop is suspended now for the yes. worst yellow card I have maybe ever seen. Yeah, that uh, easily. When he gets his shoulders pulled out of socket by Harry Kane, and somehow, and we're sitting there, the three of us are sitting there in my living room and just absolutely astonished, you know, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then my six-year-old asks, what is the C word? Ken says, I've I've never trouble about saying the C word. And Andrew says, what is the C word? Tim says, cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He says, nobody likes cabbage, so it's cabbage. That's fine. It's cabbage. We won't say cabbage in the house anymore. That's fine. It's not not a problem. Uh, Yeah, but no. uh, So I don't think think it's the end of the world that Issa was going to miss the next match. I, I don't think he's been playing well. I thought he got turned way too easily in the first half yesterday. Um, I, I, you know, I know Bob didn't do particularly well either, uh, in his last outing, but I didn't hate Declan Rice as a center back. I got to no. say, no, Declan, I thought Declan had a really good game yesterday, to be honest. I mean, he was getting back. He was, honestly, a lot of the time, I think you put him in center back because I felt he honestly was covering a lot for Diop. You know, there are a lot of times where he had to track back, uh, and, and kind of cover up for his mistakes or a ball that might've just got past him. Um, and, and real quick, just kind of thinking of a, a few points that, that Liam was making. I think yesterday, it might not even been a tale of two halves. I think it was a tale of two 30-minute periods. You know, the yeah. first 30 minutes, we played well. The middle 30, we kind of, you know, forgot that there was a game going on. In the last 30, you know, I don't know if you want to say it's for substitutions or for now and Sanchez or what it was, but Liam said, you know, we kind of figured them out. And I, I believe that was the case. You know, obviously Antonio did what Antonio does, just runs past everybody, blows them off the ball. And they actually didn't boot one up into row Z this time, which was nice. But, um, <laughs> you know, if you if you kind of compare this game to the game, you know, with Manchester and, and Sheffield, to a degree, obviously I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, we're at the likes of Manchester United, but they were they they weren't playing good at all. And, uh, you know, uh, they held the ball, but they were, you know, getting getting thrashed and they were down, came back and almost won the game, you know. Uh, so I don't know if that's figuring somebody out or getting lucky, but, you know, they kind of scored their first goal in the 72nd, us in the 73rd. Yeah. And, you know, once you get that first goal in, you know, 
confidence starts to build. And, you know, we had a penalty that wasn't called. I feel like probably should have been. We did. Um, sure. Yeah. And, you know, if Anderson's able to put a pass in front of Allaire, you know, who knows? But I, and, uh, I, and, and honestly, I mean, and we should we should go around and talk about this, too. I mean, the, the only um, thing I would say. Declan Rice is no goal either. Yeah. The only little yeah. little turd in the punch bowl for me is that the last goal came on almost the last kick of the game. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's not as though we really – I mean, I know Declan had the, the offside goal that was, you know, obviously uh, disallowed, rightly disallowed. Frustrating because the marker was right in front of him. Just take a step to the right, dude. You <laughs> can see her off sides. It was just – I know. I, I realize it. But even so, even though we did show some fight at the end, I, I still thought it was too little too late. And oh, yeah. Easy. I, I, I'm wondering what you guys think about um, uh, Felipe Anderson. I thought he was absolutely horrible again yesterday. I thought he's been terrible for the last few games. Uh, I don't know, Wally. What? Let's go with you, and then we'll go to we'll go around to Charlie and Liam. What, what's your What's your take on Felipe Anderson right now? Yeah, you know, I'm really disappointed with him. I thought at the beginning of the season when Arnie was no longer on the team, I always thought that whenever you know. Felipe didn't give him the perfect pass and Arnie's like throwing up his arms at him. Yeah. And I would yeah. always see Felipe's like facial just kind of go down. And, and I thought with no Arnie, he would be like free and wouldn't feel the pressure on him. Yeah. But now he just seems like he doesn't care. And, and um, like, I didn't see the game yesterday, but lately I, it's just not there. I'm so yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Charlie, what'd you think? What's your take on, what's your take on Felipe at the moment? At the moment, like I said, it's not, um, Noble gave him that beautiful pass, and we were going either he should have cut it in and took and ripped the shot, or got him a ball, you know, because he put it way behind him. And not only that, we was over there on the corner. If you if you don't if you remember, he tried to get him the ball, and it's like he didn't want it. He wasn't paying attention. Yes, just, like, I was like, what the? What are you doing? That's what right. Going nuts. I'm like, what are you not ready? You ain't ready. You gotta be. You're in the game. You're playing in the game. I don't understand. And it's like play to win the game, <laughs> right? Right. Like the ball might come to you, bro. This is a live thing we're doing here. This isn't. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be ready. So I don't know if he was because he he has a nice touch. I mean, he has nice feet, right? So was he not ready? He don't care. What's he on some medication? I don't know what his problem is, but. He's our guy that has to create. You know, we lack wingers, and we have to put him out there because we don't have wingers, right? So yeah. when we need passes, we need him to create, whether it's get through, cross it in. We're really relying on him, and he ain't getting it done. He, he ain't getting be, it done. I mean, be, I thought pretty close to our best player, uh, but now he looks like one of the worst. I don't know. Liam, what would you think of Felipe yesterday? No, I think same thing. I think he was – I think it's, he felt lost. You know, um, it was, it was very, uh, like when they pulled him off, it, it was another like uh, about time, you know, where you just, you almost yeah. assume he's going to be the first substitution made. Um, I thought his, it wasn't so, like we, we talked briefly about Diop having like just a howler of a game. Like it was just awful for him. Awful. Whereas I think Anderson just completely disappeared. So it's yeah. like with Diop, I'll forgive him. Cause I'm like, all right, dude had an off day. I get it. You know, but with with Anderson, it's like this has been consistent, you know, week in and week out. And, to, you know, uh, Lee, as you said, it's like he was poised to be one of our best players. Right. But yeah. now it, he kind of he's like a he's like a Lanzini, but at least Lanzini has a peak and not a valley. Whereas Anderson's just been valleys like uh, again and again. And it, it, it boggles the mind, man, because you you remember like last season where he would take on two and three guys and he'd meg two of them. And then the third one, he would just blow past him. 
And now it kind of feels like he he's getting megged. Like it's like everybody figured yeah. out his bag of tricks. The Anderson nutmeg was definitely a thing last year. Dude, the the, the the social yeah. media team had a whole like three minute clip of him just <laughs> megging people left and right. His, he was megging mermaids. It was she was she like it was crazy, yeah. man. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. I think Charlie Boy, if it's like we had mentioned, like if it's meds, if it's something outside, maybe he's like homesick and this just you know what I mean? Like for some people, especially South Americans, sometimes that English weather, like this, it's hard. It grates on people. The biggest oh. complaint when for for foreigners that come to MLS is the travel. And they're like, we're not used to playing, you know, in the dead of winter in New York. And then the next week we got to go to, you know, Mile High Club in Colorado. And the week after we're in sunny California. It's like, how does your body acclimate to this? But same thing. Figure, you know, you're Brazilian, you're South American. Now you yeah. come to gray skies ahead, you know, 24-7. It's, it's going to fuck play with in Italy before here. So I, I don't know. I would assume the weather is similar, obviously. They're both, well, you know, surrounded by water and stuff. So I don't, I definitely see what you're saying, though. But I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I do think it's a confidence thing with him, you know. Yeah. Where I, I think last year he started off slow, you know, the year that we purchased him, you know, the first four games definitely last year every it was a wash for everybody. But uh, after that first international break, he came back and he had a lot of confidence. He got called into the Brazilian national team, no. you know. Even after some bad games, he got called into the team. So I don't know well, what it is with him for as much money as he's making. Think about this, though. As much as it seems odd, I felt like he had a lot of chemistry with Arnautovic last year. And oh, yeah. I wonder if he just has no, not why? found. Yeah, like he has not found that partner. He's not found that person that he really has that connectivity to. And maybe that's what it is. Because you think about how how tumultuous that relationship was at the end. Like it mm -hmm. became very volatile. And, you know, what was it? It was like the last several months noble would have to put his arm around arnautovic and walk him to the fans so like he wouldn't get booed and i yeah. kind of feel like maybe that like pushed the divide like maybe there is a little bit of a break in the locker room now and maybe anderson's on the outside looking in i think the law i think pellegrini has lost the locker room altogether i, I still feel that way and i, I oh, think yeah. you see that in the way some of the guys play you see that in the lack of effort from anderson in particular but he's not the only one i thought the only players who really looked sharp yesterday to me were antonio noble and uh and snotty who you know snodgrass is a limited player in terms of his ability but he, he always gives you full effort um noble had some gorgeous passes in the first half but as you said anderson kind of wasted sebastian allaire to me i'm with you i'm tired of the excuse that he gets no service even though it's kind of true at the same time i see no effort from him at all no effort no creativity no nothing i mean it's the guy is just it's not even there you know um, so whatever he had in those first couple of games when he scored, you know, early on for us, he's totally lost it. And I'm wondering if he's going to want out in January anyway, because I think he's got that clause in his contract where he can get out if he wants to get out. Yeah. I I'm worried that's going to happen. Um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's try to forget about yesterday's game now, <laughs> because we have another brutal match coming up this weekend. Uh, let's talk about manager stuff. Is there anybody here who still wants Pellegrini in? Raise your hand. Okay. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, Liam, tell us why. Tell us All why. Right. So, uh, and you know, like I've coached, uh, I've, I've coached my nephew's uh, U10s. I've coached my son's U6s. And uh, I want to say it was Bruce Arena has a quote that says, like, coaches are hired to be fired. Yes. And I, I, and like, as a 
as a coach, it kind of breaks my heart that that is the reality of the game, that we are very much a results based business. And it's, uh, you know, a what have you done for me lately type mentality. And then I think that's all sports. Like, I don't think that's indicative only of of soccer, football. Like, I think that that, that is that is a- across the board. But I very much feel that when Pellegrini was hired, that this was a three year project. Like this wasn't something that was going to be done in a year. This was going to be done even in 18 months. Um, and, you know, I think year one, I think the board did splash the cash for him. Obviously, we've all, you know, we've all talked about in this last year that the, the money was not shelled out to the degree that it probably needs to be, especially for us to compete with that top six club. Right. You know, um, Tottenham, what, last year, I think they spent no money at all and at the time like yeah they were still able to go to the final for champions league like they were still able to finish like third in the league but now this year i don't think that's indicative of pochettino i think that was indicative of last year them not spending any money and your older guys continue to get older older if you're not bringing more people into the academy they're not going to feed into that first team and i think that's what's killed tottenham for this season i don't think it was pochettino and i think with pellegrini it's kind of the same thing like we need to spend the money we need to develop more youth through the academy i think what you see with like um uh nathan holland and uh um what's his name over at west brom oh dan ghana yeah, yeah. Diangana. Yeah. You look at those guys and they're they're excelling, right? Like their first team minutes, scoring these goals, making a big name for themselves. That's what we need to do. And like, yeah, we're not going to see the fruits of that this year. But think about when those guys get a full season under their belt and they come back next next year. They're going to be solid and they're going to push the first teamers to have to perform better, or they're going to lose their spots. So well, as much as it sucks and I hate sitting where we are and I hate leading, like, losing to Spurs, I do think we need to spend some money in January. And I think when Fabianski comes back. I think you'll see a turnaround. It sucks to wait those couple of weeks, but it'll happen. But you know we're not going to spend money because you know the the core of the problem is always the board, right? We know that, right? Right. Change the board, but there's not. I mean, you can't. You know, that's not unless they sell off. There's nothing we can do. But think about this. Sorry to cut across you. Think about this. It's what twenty mil for them to 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 cancel out the contract. You can't yeah. just you can't spend ten fifteen to reinforce the the troops. I mean, to me, that's a no brainer. You're going to either spend 20 mil to cut him out of his contract, or you're going to have to spend some money to bring in some reinforcements to make it fucking work. So it's, I mean, mean, as much as these guys, we, I think we all kind of slate the board, but as much as, they as much as they don't understand what it is to be a West Ham fan, I think they do understand the business aspect of it, which is why they're penny pinchers. So I think they're going to have to spend in January. I mean, I agree. I, I just. <clears throat> I, I listen, I'm with Gabe on this, and I hate to say it. We talked about this <clears throat> during the game on Saturday. I don't think they'll sack Pellegrini because I think it's too expensive. Uh, I don't think they have the money. I think what will happen is if we really are a threat to go down, and I think by by Christmas I, I very much see us in the bottom three. I mean, we're only three points clear right now. Then we might start to hear, you know, you might start to see some real action because if they lose that Premier League TV money, then that suddenly becomes more expensive than sacking Pellegrini, right? Yeah. That's That's the issue. Uh, I think that's, <clears throat> excuse me. I think that's what's most likely to happen. One thing I wonder, and I do want to get, I, I do want to maybe just give him one little bit of the doubt because I'm definitely Pellegrini out. I have been for a few weeks now. <laughs> I think everybody but, is. <laughs> but, <Just me. laughs> but does it make any sense? Does it make any sense? And we can go around and ask this question too. We'll start with you, Sully. Does it make sense to let Fabianski come back and finally get rid of Roberto and then see if that's been because the two things, you know. The, the one thing that, that happened that has corresponded with us going on this terrible run of form is Fabianski going down, 
right? I mean, yeah. there was the Oxford loss, and then Fabian goes down, and uh, and we we haven't won since. And I'm wondering, do we give? Even though I don't like Pellegrini, I think he's another Evan Grant. Do we do we give Fabianski time to come back in like a month and see if he's healthy, and then give Pellegrini like two games after that, even if we're in the relegation zone? Let's start with you, Sally. What do you think? Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't even just say Fabianski. I think you want to have a whole full squad of health to begin with, because I mean, it, you look at it before Fabianski went down, and I guess since the question was Fabianski, I'll say yes to that too. Before Fabianski went down, the only game that we didn't. Ha- get points in was the first one against Manchester City. Right. You know, uh, whether or not we like the results against the teams, we still managed to pick up points in every game um, until after Bournemouth. You know, I think that's a that's not the last game that we got points out of. But, you know, before the injury, you know, the Manchester City game was, you know, the one that everybody called a wash anyway. So, you know, essentially, you know, we were, what, top 10, top eight maybe. Um, we were we had the chance to go what third? Fifth, I f- I think yeah, it was had, fifth, fourth, or fifth. I want to say at one point. Like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, and a lot of that I say we'll say it's Fabianski, but a lot of that too. You know, Antonio going down doesn't help. Lanzini, yeah. whether you like him or not, him being injured doesn't help. Um, same thing with Noble. Are we premature in saying sack Pellegrini right now, today, tomorrow, the way I want to do it? I mean, does, do you think we're rushing to that? You think uh, some of these guys? Can, Antonio changed the game when he came on yesterday. I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, no, I, I, I would, uh, I'll keep this short. I, I think, I think it, it's two-handed. Like one is a lot of the injuries. You know, when we had a full squad, we were doing just fine. You know, um, and then two, I think uh, as as Liam and everyone was saying, it is results based. You know, and it sucks to lose. And not only does it suck to lose, it sucks to look at your team not give a shit and still lose. Yeah, you know, I think that's a lot of it too. <laughs> Wally, Wally, what do you think? Sack Pellegrini now or or you know, wait and see if he hasn't been the root of the problem? Yeah, I think we need – I agree with Sully. I think we need to wait for Fabianski to come back. I think the reality is we're not going to be sacking Pellegrini because we invested too much in him. And yeah. so, I think, yeah. you know, the path of least resistance is to let him stay and wait for the key players to come back. You know, already Antonio's come back and made a difference. So hopefully Fabianski will be back sooner than later, and we'll make a difference too. So I think we'll, I think we'll see. We'll stick stick with them. What you what's your take, Charlie? Like I said, I'd wait till the end of the year. That's been my thing. I said let him play, boss, if you want. But at the end of the year, I'd get him out of there. But I've also said at the same time, like I'm gonna keep going to this. We have no wings. We have no defensive. There's only so many formations that we can do. And soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, is a game of passing. You got to pass it quick to yep. eliminate the time the defense has to respond. Yes. If you can't pass the ball, you're not going to play a good game of football. That's just the, how it goes. And they could bring in whoever they want to bring in. This lot ain't passing the ball. There ain't nobody except for Noble with that one beautiful. I'm talking about ping, ping, side to side, get it moved because we don't have pace. So if you don't got pace, you better be kicking piss missiles. <laughs> no, I'm serious. To eliminate the time the defender has to react. And but, I think, but I would now, it, now this, if it was how or dice, I would pull the trigger right now if we could do it. But would, I'm not, I'm not going to pull the trigger for Joe Schmo from uh, East China FC Bully <laughs> Booger. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. For some jerk off from from some China, some garbage, not doing it. How yeah. or Daesh, I would do it. But people got to realize this: 
We gotta we gotta pay uh uh Pellegrini his bag. Then we gotta pay off his little workers because the little contract. I don't know how they got that going, but that's nuts. Then <laughs> it, then this, if you bring Rafa, if you bring whoever, you gotta pay them jokers too. So we're we talking oh, yes. 20, 30 minutes. They're not even putting this in. Oh, we want this guy, this guy. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to send them China boys all this money or whoever we get, whoever. Now we're talking 30 million. And our the, our guys squeeze the coins so tight the eagle screams. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> we ain't gonna have players. When they they be like, oh, well, you you wanted the coach gun. Well, now you can't get players. But Pellegrini, he does piss me off. But I tell you what, he he warmed my heart because I said. I want to see a change. Show me something different. And with the right switching around, whether you like it or not, at least he did something different, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it's we good. are limited. That's just, just the way it is. Anybody, I mean, we are slow and we're not the best at passing you know, well, right now. That's actually a good point you make, a really good point. And, and you know, whatever happens with our manager, I, I'm still, I would still sack Pellegrini right now. And, and and again, I mean, we'll get to this in a minute. I want to talk about our manager candidates in a minute, but you know, Dice, you have uh, you have uh, Eddie Howe, uh, and, and there's rumors about Benitez. Anything, Apparently, Joe Cole. Joe Cole. Anything you need? <laughs> yeah. Well, I read about that too. I, yeah. No, I saw the interview. I thought it was funny. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's it's yeah. And any anything you read, keep in mind, anything you read in the mainstream British press will never ever happen. So if it comes from the Daily Mail, or Daily the, Mail, there you go, Telegraph or whatever it is, it's guaranteed not to happen. It'll never happen because they just make things up. If you see it on Twitter from West Ham supporters, then maybe it's possible. But if you're seeing it from the Daily Mail or one of those, and I'm, I'm not picking on the Daily, any of them, the Sun, any of them, it's not going to happen. Um, but uh, this, you know, one thing I, I want to ask you guys is um, just in general the way we've played the last few weeks. Maybe two or three things you'd like to see, you know, change. Um, obviously, we have the keeper situation. We all know about that. But I'll tell you what we talked about yesterday was um, our two things for me that I want to see change. Very narrow defending. We let opponents get crosses in at will. We let them stand for two or three seconds on the wing after they've shredded either Fredericks or, or Cresswell. And where is Masuaku? I have no idea. But after they've shredded us down the ring, uh, down the wing, we let them stand there for two or three seconds to get across it. It's 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 insane. We don't close down. We don't put any pressure on at all. We don't bring anybody out to 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 get in the way or cut off the angle or whatever. Uh, very narrow defending. And the second thing is we're so slow with the buildup. And Charlie, this is what got me thinking. It was exactly what you said. We don't pass. We just oh, we are glacial, glacial. I mean. Especially in the final third, it's just like, oh, hey, wait, ball's almost in the area. Well, let's pull it back out, pull it back out, pull it. Let's go back to the center line. Hang on, let's bring Declan back up and let's pass it sideways ten more times. I I've never seen a slower, more, I don't know, plodding sort of attack than what we have. It's just awful. So I'd like to see more expansive defending, and I'd like to see a little more lightning fast, you know, uh, counter. And, and, you know, again, I thought Felipe was doing this for us last season. He's not doing it this season. Yarmolenko's too slow to do it. I think Antonio is in, in the side would help a lot. Uh, but those are the two things I'd probably like to see change the most. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, well let's go around again. Let's go. Sully, what, what's your what's your take? One or two things tactics-wise you'd like to see us change? Um, tactics-wise, and you asking the question made me think of something that Charlie Boy said last year, or last year, last week. And I think you got to play people in their proper positions. So I think maybe you play two up top with Alaire and Yarmolenko. Absolutely. Because as Charlie Boy said, uh, Yarma plays striker for his country. 
Totally. So I think that'd be cool. Uh, possibly for An- uh, for Anderson to help him get his confidence up, put him at center mid, and then put Masuaku and Antonio on your wings. That speed right there, and then in uh, in your back. And and I'm specifically thinking against Chelsea, not you know kind of long term. Um, Chelsea is going, you know, for Glacial, Chelsea has their entire academy playing for him, basically, and, you know, Captain America and Pulisic right now. So I think, uh, you know, you want to play with speed. Now, I know sometimes you give speed in terms or switch it for skill, but I think, you know, you have uh, Fredericks playing, you put Masawaku and Antonio in there, you know, have Anderson in center mid, Yarmolenko. We're never going to play two up top, and I think that's a big thing too, like Pellegrini for whatever reason. And that could be a lot of the, the Sebastian Allaire conversation is he's used to playing with a with the partner up front. Partner, you know, like him being, yeah, totally. Yeah, him, him being the, the, the lone guy up front, either he's still adjusting to it for whatever reason or he's just not comfortable being that guy. But tactically, you just switch everything around, blow it up, you know, I what 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 could hurt? You know, we're three points away from relegation. If right. we lose, and you know, one of them three wins, boom, we're right there in the bottom. So, I mean, go for it at this point. Absolutely, Wally. What do you what, what's on your mind? I I think I would play you know wing backs with Masuaku and Fredericks as wing backs, and maybe push Cresswell or or even Rice back into a you know a third defender, yes, a third center back, and try that, and because um, that seemed to work, you know. <laughs> under Moyes and we didn't get relegated. So, so maybe that's what I would give a shot. Yeah. It makes total sense. Uh, I've, and I don't know why Masuaku can't even make the bench. Yeah. Totally baffled by that. He's clearly yeah. he's in, in Pellegrini's doghouse somehow. Uh, there's, there can't be, there has to be an explanation. I don't see, I don't hear anybody asking about this or anything. So I don't know what's going on there, but it's, it's bothersome because he can still be an impact player for us. Um, how about you, Charlie? What do you want to see us change? You know what? I would call up the young bull, Holland. I would yes. get listen, and everybody—he's he's 21 years old. Tony Cotty was 17. He was Rice is 20 years old. Listen, yeah. he, he was Tony Cotty was 17 years old, and he came out, bosh, bosh, man of the match versus Spurs, his first game ever. So don't tell me he can't do it. It's a young man's game, and we're lacking speed and passing. That's what he does. Why not give him a shot? Nobody else is doing it right now. Put him on the outside, right? You put Yarmos up there next to Halaire. He's not. He's too slow to be on the outside. He's not yep. a, a pass master. Yeah. You know, he's not gonna wing him in, uh, shoot in crosses. He just ain't gonna do it. It's like we're playing him out of position. We'd have two big monsters in there, and you put uh, maybe I'd I'd like to see Anderson trying from the back. Maybe that'll help him out a little bit, give him some confidence, and you can put Antonio on the wing. Also, I would like. Maybe Antonio with Howler because he's a big rhinoceros. You see him in there? <laughs> How do you not love this guy, right? This guy, I, I like seriously, this guy, I mean, put him, yeah. put him up top, put him up top, or put him right behind him, right? Let's, I mean, let's go for it. Put them guys in there. Let's go for the lead and let's go for it from the jump. But just, just sit back and two. Let's go for it like some cheetahs. Let's just wham, go out there and get it. <laughs> That's what I say. Give the young bull Holland, give him a go. What are we keeping him down there for? So for what? I apparently to win a bunch of matches with our second division Premier League two team, which they've been doing. Liam, I don't know if you want to follow Charlie, but <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, no. I, I think I think I, I think everybody like Sally, Wally, Charlie. I think you all made really good points. Like change up change up the formation a little bit. Bring you know inject a little bit of youth. You know, Gaz in the chat room was talking about how you know when uh, Leicester won won the league, they had like you know. Uh, 
what was it? He said, I think he's five of the top 10 fastest players yeah. in the league at yeah. the time. So yeah, I mean, well, th there's that, uh, that old adage, like speed, yeah, the speed yeah. kills, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially if we're going to be this low block counterattacking team, instead of, you know, the West Ham way, that's supposed to be this attractive attacking style of football. Cause let's be honest, we're not doing it. And as much as, you know, uh, you know, we we as fans have a really and as supporters have a really good understanding of of what we would do in a formation. It's you could put those guys in that position, but are they going to be successful? Right. Like, you know, we 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 talked about Allaire needing a strike partner because that's what he had uh, in the Bundesliga. Right. I, I think with Masuaku, Antonio. Yeah. You fly him on the wings. I think both of them could probably overload the channels when it comes to to, to trying to either if you're going to run wingers, you're going to run uh, a three, five, two, and you're going to have them as uh, as fullbacks. I'm I'm completely OK with that, but it's it's. At the end of the day, the problem with that setup is still going to be Roberto in goal. So I think, honestly, honestly, because yeah. you could, if you yeah, have your fullbacks right, yeah. bombing forward, you've yeah. got Declan Rice, who, yeah, he started as a center back, got converted to a defensive midfielder. Is he still going to push too far up in attack? In which case, case, you're leaving a lot of space in the middle of the park, and you've got two center backs that don't have pace. I mean, bless Diop, he had that one say you know the the slide tackle save that he to yeah. totally stripped the ball off of uh lucas mora and it, it was you know like something like that like yeah but how often do you want to put him in that position don't, so he got he got smoked over and over again on saturday 100 percent. and i think that i think unless you're going to put maybe if you're going to put declan as a center back that he has the pace that he can get back, that he's going to be able to, to make those rescue saves. But at the end of the day, you still need somebody between the sticks that can get down, that can make sure that they're pushing the ball out of play and fucking Roberto just pushes the ball into his own goal. So yeah. I, it, I, I love the idea of moving to a three, five, two. I really, I think that that last year seemed like a lot of teams were kind of going that route. You know, I don't know why Pellegrini sticks with this, you know, four, one, four, one, let me call it what it is. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I forgot who it was, but somebody on Twitter had talked about doing, maybe it was Tim actually talked about doing like a four, four, two, but empty bucket four, four, two. So you actually have kind of that low block in the midfield, but you still have the wingers pushed up top. So majority of the time, it looks like a four, two, four. And to me, if you look at a lot of the highlight reels for Anderson last year, it was, we had the bodies in the box for him to cross the ball into. You look at the crosses that happened yesterday and they're blind crosses, whether it came from Cress, Antonio, whoever, it was like a, like a good luck cross. Lama's going to kick it. Hopefully somebody gets on the end of it. And every yeah. single time it's bouncing off fucking Harry Kane's face, right? Like those, those are the things we, if we you need to be strategic, but we need the bodies in the box to be able to put it in the back of the net. Well, because Spurs can defend a cross, and, and we can't do that, evidently. We, we can't close down on anybody. We, we, just, we just let them stand there and basically have a set piece. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, good, it's good comments. It's good, it's good, um, good take. I, I, let's talk about um, – got about 15, 20 minutes left. Uh, let's talk about um, these manager rumors because we might as well. With, you know, with the caveat that I don't think the board will sack Pellegrini, even if we lose to Chelsea by four or five goals, which I think is possible at this point. Um, I, I don't know that they're going to sack him anytime soon because, again, we've talked about this until it's until we're really – it's almost too late and we're really looking like going down. But the rumors are swirling. They're all over the place. Um, and some names are coming out. Uh, we've heard Benitez. We've heard uh, Sean Dyche. We've heard um, Eddie Howe. Um, 
I think those are the three most significant ones that I've heard. You guys in the chat room, if, if y'all can think of somebody else I'm missing, then throw it in there in terms of people whose names are getting thrown around. Charlie Boy for manager. Charlie Boy's <laughs> always been my pick. Charlie Boy's been my pick from the very beginning. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's that's been, I mean, that's been, um, yeah. I mean, that because they'd be terrified not to play for him, I think. Uh, I'd anyway, wreck uh, I'd wreck the shop. I'd be in there going nuts on them. <laughs> <laughs> like the viral video of the Turkish coach who slaps all his players. Yeah, yeah. Half time. I don't know if you guys saw that. I've seen. I don't. I'll try to find it, but I don't want to crash my computer. But uh, anyway, it's out there somewhere. It's on Twitter. Um, so those are the names I'm hearing thrown around. I was just going to see if if I could find any more, but um, let's let's do let's uh, do uh, do it in reverse this time. Liam, we'll start again with you. Um, if, if it's going to be one of these guys, uh, I think Chris Hutton's name has been thrown around too. We'll throw him yeah. in there. If any one of these guys, if it happens, who do you want to see? I, I'll be honest. I, none of them thrill me. You know, I think I talked about this last time I was on the show that we we talk about this idea of this attractive attacking football. I don't think any of them really bring that to the table. You put a Sean Dykes in there, and it's going to be a very a uh, very low block grind out a one zero result. And I mean, yeah, maybe the one zero goes our way, but yep. are we having the same complaints that we do now that, yeah, maybe our position in the table is better, but if let, I mean, I put it to the group here. If we finish 10th, right. So right about mid table, we were what ninth, 10th last season. We were 10th last yeah. season. Ninth. yeah. Do you look at that as, growth do you look at that as advancement over what what we what we were promised when we left you know upton park that this was going to be oh you know, no, no yeah no, yeah no like we no. you know we we were sold on a story that you know wow well, we we're going to be moving up and this is we're going to be a top level football club blah 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 but we don't see the results on the field and i'll be honest i don't think any of those managers to me at least are going to inspire that group of players enough like Let's be honest. If Pellegrini can't get these guys to operate, you know, all we're going to get with the rest of this is, you know, whether it's Parker, whether it's Hutton, you know, who have you, I think it's going to be unattractive, you know, grinding out results football that if honestly, if it ends it leads us to mid table, fuck, just bring back Billich at that point. You know what I mean? Bring, bring, bring back fucking fat Sam and he can play route one long balls over the top. And we can just hope that that gives us a result. I don't, I'm not here for that. I'm, I'm, I'm here for us to be the West Ham that we all believe we can be. Well, I, listen, I agree with you. And you know what? I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not going to jump in yet. Charlie, what do you, you, let's you, you answer. What do you think? Do you have a take on one of these guys? I like I like Eddie Howe, right? So the only reason why is because he he took he took teams that were not good teams and got them moving. He got them up, got teams high, you know, had guys with a little talent and had them playing. What is it? Burnley, then he went to Bournemouth, then he went back, vice versa. I can't remember which one's which. And then he went back, and every time he did, he did good with nothing. Yeah. Teams yeah. that were facing you know, relegate, and he took uh, teams that, you know, to levels that they never even been to. Got manager of the decade, not manager of the year, manager of the decade. You know, we're trying to get, we got one good week of substitutions that he switched. I, listen, I would, that's the only guy that if they, if they sack Pellegrini, if it was for him, I'd be like, all right, because I don't think Rafa and any of these other jokers nah. are going to come in here and, he, and it ain't going to be an attack in football. But me, I want to win. I want to play winning football. So if we sit back yeah. and then bust your ass real late for to win one or nothing, like the old Italian teams, 
hey, I, I don't give a shit. I want to win. We haven't won since what? September? September. Seven, seven so, matches now. Just United. Freaking crazy. So if Howe could come in there, he's done it with less. But people, I got sources, and he says, you ain't got no sources. You got a bunch of grass boys that are uh, snitching and giving you information they shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to mess up the, uh, the contract negotiations. I think you should just don't say nothing about it. I mean, I don't know if it's true. You know, every five seconds, oh, rumor this, rumor that. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. See, they're, they're safe at their jobs, right? Uh, uh, even what's the, the other guy? Um, Ah, uh, shit. Wilder, whoever. They're just throwing out names, I think. Oh, That's you right. know, I, I want to get some retweets. Some of that. Every five seconds. Oh, this this Italian coach. What is this coach over here in Guatemala? Get out of here. You don't know this guy. <laughs> you ain't got no sources. Who told you? Who told you from his camp? They're not going to tell you. Come no, I, I feel the same way. You can't. If it's in the mainstream English press and the tabloids, you cannot believe it. Don't ever believe it. It's just no. not going to happen. But I like um, how. I like how. And you know, I like my boy Hayden Mullins. I bring Hayden Mullins in <laughs> for a lower staff, you know, whatever, because I, yeah. I don't know who liked it, but one of the Ameri American Hammer TV, I posted it out there. I said, look at this guy. He's mic'd up. They got him coaching before, during, after, and I'm seeing what he's doing. So, I, you know, I can't go off, oh, this guy won this many games over here at uh, uh, Napoli. This guy. But those are totally different players. And sometimes you could have a real good bunch of players and that record is off of them. And sometimes yeah. you could have a great manager, right, and have yeah. a shit team and he getting bad results because he's got a bunch of just slow guys or whatever the case may be. So you can't just go off a record, you know. Yeah, and, and when you look at Avram Grant, Avram Grant was a John Terry slip away from winning Champions League. Just keep that in mind. Uh, well, think gonna, about – wait, real quick. Think about, too, think about Mourinho at the end of his Manchester United run, right? Teams yeah. falling apart. They yeah. get the bump when they move to – they when they promote Solskjaer, and now look where they are again. You know they, what I mean? It yeah. wasn't the coach. It was the group of players. It was the players. It was the players. So it's not uh, like I – mean, it's not always the same. I'm going to put up some Hammers Pole stuff here in the background. Uh, but Wally, uh, give us your uh, give us your take on these guys. Yeah, I got I got to agree with uh, Charlie about Eddie Howe. I think he would be a, a good manager. He's been at Bournemouth for a while now. And so it might actually be a step up for him to go to West Ham it, or you know, he might perceive it that way. But he understands, you know, English football and he also has some longevity. You know, he's I think I think he's the right choice if we could get him. That's yeah. my opinion. Um, Sully, what do you think? I'm, I, well, I'll tell you what. So give me half a second. So you guys can see on the screen here, uh, Hammers Polls. We have uh, need to do more with our friends from Hammers Polls. Um, so they put up a poll. If you could choose one of these four managers, and their, their choices are Howe, Benitez, Wilder, and Bielsa. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, but how is a pretty clear winner there. Now, no, no Sean Dyche in here, and we've heard that he might be interested too. But uh, Sully, what's your take? Um, yeah, so I guess to answer the question, I would say how, um, but I would also follow that up. Uh, me and uh, me and Gaz almost we talk almost every week after a game. I know last week, um, uh, you know, we were talking about you know new manager and stuff like that, but he he brought up a good point and he, he mentioned a couple of times in the chat where he was saying it doesn't matter who you bring in, you're going to have to have support behind him to do what he needs to do to get players in. So at the end of the day, if um, if the board or whoever wants to spend the money isn't opening up the checkbook, then it's not going to matter because, you know, if they can't form the team and their vision, then what good is changing the manager, you know, because at that point, then, yeah, go ahead. You can't throw Charlie boy in there if they're not going to listen to what he wants to do. 
<laughs> you know, then yeah. the team is just going to be as bad as they are now. And then uh, kind of following up on something that we had said earlier with Fabianski, um, let's say we do cite Pellegrini and let's say we bring in Eddie Howe now, you know, if it lines up that way. Um, if, you know, Liam says if Roberto was still the man between the pipes, still leaking goals, because honestly to me, like Roberto looks like he's on a one second delay. You know, like, <laughs> like one it, second, 30 second delay, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know how you listen to a game and then you watch it and you hear it before it happens. Like he's watching the game and he's reacting to what he heard after it already happened. You know, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I know everybody mm-hmm. feels about him. Um, but yeah, I think no matter who you bring in, you have to have the, the willingness to support him in informing the team and his vision. And then just oh, another small little point. I think one thing too with, with big players, the one good thing about Pellegrini is that you'll have big name players listen to him because they respect him because of what he's done. So I don't know if you're going to get, you know, bigger name players, you know, 40, 50, 60 million pound players to come in and listen to somebody that you only heard of if you live in England and watch Premier League football. That's a really good point. And I, because I feel as though maybe it didn't do any good, but I feel as though one of the reasons we got Sebastian Allaire was because of Pellegrini. And I still think that's true. Uh, now, I mean, is Pellegrini hurting his reputation now with what he's doing and with how we're playing? Probably. No, they'll but, blame the players. They'll blame the, the board not spending cash. They won't blame Pellegrini. Uh, let's, right. let's be real. Well, the players, yeah. it is their fault. It is the board's fault. It is the player's yeah. fault, too. It's just that the, the one thing you can change immediately is the manager. You know what I mean? You can't scrap all 11 players and, and bring in a, a whole new team in. You yeah. can't change the board at all. So the one, one thing you can change is the manager. Uh, I, I would not be. I mean, probably nobody else feels this way. I wouldn't be against having somebody do what Moyes did for us a couple of seasons ago and just come in for the last six, seven months of the season and sort of keep us up. This season, this season to me is a bust. I mean, I wouldn't mind if if like an Allardyce-type manager who does that for a living came in and just kept us up, and then we could reevaluate in the spring and say, all right, maybe you go after Eddie Howe, maybe we go after, say, you know, Dice, maybe we go after um, – whoever it is um that wouldn't bother me at all i don't know and i've accepted i don't want it to be benitez because i think he's like pellegrini i think he's done i don't i don't i don't want him to come back but i would take yeah. a, a moise allardyce type manager back whoever that would be um you know somebody who just organizes the team and keeps us up but if i had to um if i had to make a choice right now i would i would be behind eddie howe as well i think he makes a lot of sense for us however let me just say that liam makes a really good point uh, Liam and Sully both make good points. He is not necessarily the guy who gets us to Champions League. You know, I don't think that's what he does. I, I don't think that's who he is. I think he's somebody who solidifies us as a borderline Europa League club. Uh, and I think he's somebody who certainly comes in this season and put, gives us a shot in the arm and keeps us up. But I mean, but I mean, is he, you know, is he our... Alex Ferguson, and you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> and and it's a good point too that when we got to players, you know, when we go out and sign these big money players, I mean, it has not hurt to have a manager with a background and a pedigree. Um, but on the other hand, I'm tired of these guys coming in with names who give nothing. You know, uh, I'm I'm tired of you know, Pellegrini comes in, he's old, and age wise, he's not that old, but but behavior wise, he's very old. You know, uh, the, he doesn't seem to motivate the, the, the players at all. 
he doesn't seem to have the locker room at all. He doesn't seem to care about anything. He never gets angry, never gets upset. He just strokes his tie. As Charlie Boy says, he strokes his tie. tie I, don't, I don't want another tie stroker. I think we need <laughs> a tie stroker. I don't want another tie stroker. I want somebody who's going to come in and 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 give him a kick in, you know, give him a kick in the backside the way Allardyce did and uh, and get him together. And then let's look at the end of the season at what we want to do going forward. However, if uh, if Eddie Howe were uh, were available, um, yeah, I think he'd be a great choice. Somebody mentioned in this comment has already scrolled by, but apparently he's an Everton fan. So an Everton look likely to uh, sack their manager to sack Silva here pretty soon. So maybe we should go after him sooner rather than later. If he really is interested. Um, Yeah. I I, I think that might be an issue too with uh, way to the end of the season. If if it does get to that point is, some of these other managers might already be gone, you know, so, you know, everybody else that we could be talking about might be on another club, you know, so that might be an issue too. And then I think one thing, and I know it's probably not going, well, two things, one, so look at Mourinho, right? If, if Tottenham want to go into the summer and not spend any money with the players that, you know, he wants to bring in yeah. and then, uh, and then, and, and Tottenham, you know, does something ridiculous, you know, like not, I shouldn't say some ridiculous, but let's say they finish 10th next season. Yeah. It's not Mourinho's fault. It's the, that's their owner's fault for not spending and getting the people, you know, getting him who they want. You know, I know he said, oh, I want to get Zlatan and, and this and that. It's like, cool. <laughs> but if the if your guys aren't going to go out and spend for him, then, you know, can you really put that on him? And then I think second, you know, I know last week we talked about having this kind of mid-table mentality of, you know, let's get into the fifth round of the FA Cup, get knocked out. Let's sit around seventh and tenth in the league every year. I think if, if we genuinely want to make that leap that, you know, we were promised to make moving into the LS, you know, we just got to be ballsy and, you know, empty the pockets for somebody who does have a big name, you know, like, I don't know, somebody who has energy. You know, you look at Jurgen Klopp, that dude lives and dies with whatever that team does on the field. He I would just put a some, smile on his face. Yeah, every time. every game. I would take, uh, I would take Pochettino. We're not going to get it because he's going to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But I would, yeah. I would take him. I would if I wanted to sack Pellegrini for Saturday's match. The Pochettino and Mourinho facing each other. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been yeah. a fight. That would have been that would have been a, a dog I fight. Would, right I there. thought yeah. that would have been tremendous, but but yeah, I, I think it's got to be somebody with energy. You know, you have to balance it, right? Because on the one hand, you want a, a, a manager the players will respect and can play for. But on the other hand. I want somebody with energy and a little bit of youth and a little bit of, you know, uh, somebody who's going to come in and wake these guys up, right? Not a 68-year-old man or however old Pellegrini is who's going to come in and stroke his tie and say, oh, it's just nice we have the ball so often, you know. I I want a guy with like, you know, I I want a guy to come in and and kick him up the backside. Again, the way Allardyce did, just maybe with better tactics. Yeah. Um, All right, we're getting down toward the end of, uh, of, of, of our time. So I think uh, let's have another one last go around, if you guys don't mind. And let's um, – I know we're almost a week away. Um, anything could happen between now and then. But let's let's do uh, our predictions for uh, for Chelsea. Uh, I will start, and then we'll just go, you know, Sally, Wally, um, uh, Charlie Boy, and, and Liam, you can finish us off. Um, I, despite the last 15 minutes against Tottenham, I don't feel very good about going into Chelsea at all with – Apparently, Roberto or possibly David Martin, who could actually even be worse potentially uh, in goal. And with, you know, again, if Pellegrini comes out and he, and he comes out Saturday and he says, you know what, 
let's put Antonio up front with Allaire and, and, and let's, you know, let's pull Nathan Holland up and let's get him out of the reserves. He'll never do that. Uh, and, and let's, let's sit Anderson, you know, Diop's going to sit anyway. Let's get some of our dead wood out for this match, change our formation, change the tactic, come at Spurs, uh, come at Chelsea the way we came at Spurs in the last 15 minutes. Then I think we have a chance, but I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to come out with his 4-1-4-1, 4-2-3-1, whatever it is. Same thing, and we're going to lose like 4-0. Uh, I just feel awful, awful about us right now and awful about this game. Sally, can you give me a brighter, cheerier prediction than that? Uh, I would like to say thing that we would score at least one, you know, 4-1. But I think, honestly, <laughs> you know, with, with playing against them and all the youth and the, the exuberance they have, because they're those guys are playing for Lampard you know, just as much as they're playing for the badge. And and it would be nice to see Holland, you know, not make a, a, a U23 squad one night so that he, you know, as at least on the bench. But I think, I think honestly, play speed, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, Masawako, Antonio, you know, uh, Fredericks, you know, whatever you got to do, just if uh, honestly, if, if we go out there and we have, you know, Zabaleta starting or, or something that doesn't give me confidence to stop their wingers. I'm not even watch the game because what's the point? What's the point? You know, it's a beating. It's a beating. I agree. Yeah. So play fire with fire. I mean, even if we lose three nil, if we got speed and we're in their zone just as much as they're in ours, you know, it might be a respectable three nil. Who knows? But, you know, we could also go out there and smack them. You know, I mean, the Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea will show they're not world beaters this year, you know, but at the same time, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. And that's not something that we're playing with. So you got to inject some something. Like Charlie said, blow it up. <laughs> Start from scratch. Wally, what do you got for Chelsea? I'm I'm encouraged by the second half. Um, so with Antonio coming back, I think he'll play the whole game, and we're gonna we're gonna beat him three two. All right. <laughs> I want to beat Chelsea more than anybody else. Most people yeah. talk about Spurs. Uh, and I respect that, but for me, it's Chelsea. I want to be Chelsea more than anybody else. So this is this is a big one, Charlie boy. What do you got for Chelsea? Well, you know, my heart is always. I'm never gonna back down. I'm a soldier for the badge always. But I don't. I don't have confidence. Listen, they're fast. We got Captain America flying down the wing no. there. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. If they put Zabbly Dabbly do out there, we're gonna be in trouble because my man's is flying. So, like Sally said, listen, we got to do speed. If there's any game we need speed. It's versus these jokers. So yeah. how, if, whether it's Holland or who, we don't have a lot of guys with pace. So that's yeah. why I'm like, call up Holland. <laughs> why not? I mean, we need some quickness, you know? So yep. uh, my prediction, ah, uh, damn. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 2-2 two, two draw. That's what I'm going to say. I would take that. I'm going to say that in a heartbeat. I don't want to say we lose because I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. Well, I, I don't. Well, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm always a pessimist. Uh, and you know, it's still hard because, like Napoleon said, a great leader is a dealer in hope. And right now, I don't yeah. have any hope. I don't have any. You know what I'm saying? I try to be. My optimism ain't because I think we're gonna win. Right. It's just because I don't want to back down and say we're gonna lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just no, no, honest. no. Last week we got Machiavelli from Charlie Boy, and this yeah. Napoleon. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know oh, what he's going to call this week. This is where you got to watch this show. You don't know what you're going to get. You're going to get like uh, <laughs> the great, uh, some of the great thinkers of uh, Western civilization quoted here. Um, oh, yeah. All right, uh, Liam, finish this off. What do you What do you got? Something all good? Right, so, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at first I was thinking what Charlie Boy was thinking. Probably like a 2-2, right? Like we go down early, you know, 2-0. We, we fight our way back. We ended 2 
But I gotta say, man, Wally gave me some more hope. I'm gonna go with a three-two as well. I think uh, I think Antonio and Haller. I think they click on this one. I think Pellegrini tries to to shore up the defense, or sorry, the the midfield. Maybe throw in Anderson in that in that middle of the park. Allow him to distribute the ball. Maybe give us a little bit more bite going forward. Um, and just to give everybody some hope, man. Like, yeah, I know we just talked about. You know, we're only three points off the bottom three, but like Norwich, Southampton and Watford are just complete shit this year, man. Like I really don't see anybody, even ourselves doing much worse than what they've been doing this year. And even then we still have Aston Villa as like a buffer between us and the absolute bottom three. And we're only six points off of, of being in the top six, like shit, like Sheffield United's at 18 points. Uh, You know what I mean? Like we're, we're at 13. If, yeah, if we jump up to, to uh, 19 points, it puts us even with Wolves, and they're in fifth. So, like, as much as it sucks because you've got, what, Liverpool up at 37 and even Chelsea in fourth is at 26. So, yeah, we're probably not touching top four this year. Let's let's just be <laughs> – well, <laughs> No, call a spade a spade. But, like, to think that we're going to get relegated, mm-hmm. I just don't think that that will ever happen because I, I think that the, at the end of the day, the core group will battle their way out of, out of that bottom part of the zone. I, I think – if it's my prediction, I think we either tie or we win. We draw or win this one, and we finish out mid-table by the end of the season. Wow, I really hope you're right. I I really have a trouble sharing your enthusiasm and positive. Keep the faith. Keep the yeah, faith, we man. Can do it. Well, look at Newcastle. Newcastle has been terrible for years, and they somehow still manage to stay up. I can see this season being like the Zola season in 2009, 2010, when we stayed up on 35 points. Yeah. Only because three clubs below us were just <laughs> Man, 30, 35 points is a rough year. Yeah. Abysmal. You know, I, I when you look at the, you know, I saw an analysis the other day. Um, apparently, right now, we have the toughest fixture list in the Premier League for the rest of the season. Uh, now, yeah. of course, that can change, right? I mean, you know, it's hard to say who's really good right now, who's really not. I mean, you know, so, um, well, it's only November, but I don't think, you know, but I'm telling you, I'm I'm starting to panic. And if we're bottom three at Christmas, I think we're you know, I think we're going to be in you know massive trouble. Um, and I'm getting a lot of like, I'm getting a lot of like, uh, Chelsea are going to batter us and uh, comments like this here in the here in the chat room. Um, and yeah, this <laughs> is what- we are we are. Villa are about to bounce us down into being one spot out of the relegation zone. It's outrageous to me that we're here, that we have in this, in this stadium with these players. It's outrageous to me that we're here. I just, I, I can't get over it. So I'm sorry if it, I don't sound much as though I'm keeping the faith, but man, I haven't seen much. I just haven't seen much other than 15 minutes on Saturday when it was too little too late. I haven't seen much to, to encourage me, but uh, uh, you know what though? Uh, yeah. Just Thomas, that's, yeah. I can't understand the optimism. <laughs> Because you have to have it, man. Like if you if you're perusing Twitter at all, like anybody that's got season tickets over there is completely just. I'm not renewing my my tickets. I don't think I can go to a West Ham uh, game anymore. I've been a fan for 27 years. Like that breaks my heart, man. And it's like, yeah, I get it. This season sucks. We've had some seasons before, and a lot of people are saying this is the worst season they've ever experienced in their lives. But end of the day, uh, man, like I just was worse. Oh, this turned into the Evan Grant season still. But but see. but that end of the day, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get, I get being pessimistic and I get feeling down. But like, end of the day, man, like you, you, you support this team for a reason. Whether it's the good or the bad, and you can hate Pellegrini till you're blue in the fucking face. Yeah. But 
you don't hate West Ham. And I'll, I don't care who's the coach. I don't care who the fucking players are. I st I'll still fight for the badge even when they won't. Keep oh, the fucking yeah, faith. wake up at 4.30 a.m. to watch them play. That's, what that's right. No. Well, yeah, that's right. West Coast style. <laughs> that's what I say. We all will. That's why we're all here, right? We're, we're yeah. not glory hunters. And we're not, we're not going to drop off the bandwagon. We're all here because we love the club. I don't. You can't hate West Ham. You can hate supporting West Ham, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I just watched a movie yesterday on the the flight back from um, the Caribbean, and it was called The Bromley Boys. I don't know if you ever heard of this movie. It's it's fairly recent, and it's about this club Bromley FC and this guy, and they're like the terrible team. They're just atrocious, but it it left me in a really optimistic mood afterwards. So <laughs> I suggest. And it also has a West Ham uh, connection too, so you should watch it. It was good, and it could be an optimist. Also, um, my buddy Ken tells me that there's a show on uh, one of the streaming services called Our Our Girl. I think it's called Our Girl. Um, I know it's a it's a young woman who gets recruited into the British military. I think I don't know much about it, but apparently it's very very wrapped up with West Ham. She like lives yes. across the street from the Berlin. And it's like she's a big West Ham supporter, and there's a lot of West Ham stuff tied into it. So, nice. um, you guys might want to check that out. I haven't checked it out yet, but Ken likes it, so it's got to be pretty good. Because, um, you know, he's, he's, he's got good taste. So, uh, uh, yeah, you guys would check it out. Uh, all right. Well, I, it is time for me to make lunches for the boys <laughs> and, uh, and uh, go down and uh, have, uh, have a nightcap <laughs> before I have to get up for a two day, two and a half day week this week. But uh, Sally, Wally, Wally, all tanned, rested, and ready, coming back from the Caribbean, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great time. Uh, Charlie Boy, of course, in Brooklyn, and uh, Liam uh, uh, on the West Coast. Thanks, guys, for being with us. Always, always. Uh, everybody in the chat room, Gabe, good to see you, Gabe. It's been a while, my friend. Sorry you've had some disappointing sports results yourself, but uh, keep <laughs> faith. It'll, it'll get better. One of them will get better eventually, but um, – I had a, lot, a ton of people in the chat room tonight. Thomas was with us. Yeah. As always, Neil Gaz was with us. Uh, I don't know. They've all scrolled up to where I can't get to them anymore. Oh, yeah, and everybody support. Uh, Timothy, good call out. Everybody's second team by Canning Town Len. Make sure you guys check that out. Oh, you yes. Can, you can yeah. for like, I think it's like a like one pound, one ninety nine, like one pound ninety nine uh, on Amazon. Uh, I think if you get Prime, you could watch it. Uh, but, yeah, good call out, man. Definitely check yeah, that I'm gonna out. Watch that. I'm going to watch that. And Gabe says that our girl is on Prime, Amazon Prime. So if you guys have Amazon nice. Prime, watch it there. And then everybody's second team is on uh, Amazon Prime. And Robbie, my friend, you're a little late to the party. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished up. <laughs> Thank you for being here, but we're just we're just signing off. So yeah, thanks everybody in the chat room as always. Um, yeah. Tim will tell me if I'm wrong. I think tomorrow night there's a show. I think it's at nine o'clock, maybe eight o'clock Eastern. If you're subscribed, then you'll get a bell if you set up the uh, the uh, you know the notifications and you get a notification tell you when it's on but you know we run stuff all week long so uh keep checking in and um uh oh, tim says maybe well <laughs> okay you know what tune in and find out i'm sure this week would be funky with the holiday that's yeah. true this is going to be a yeah you know what i forgot to say this right i'm not going to be here until well i'll be here on wednesday night so i'll be able to say wednesday night but anyway happy thanksgiving to you guys if you're traveling uh be careful and uh enjoy yourselves my favorite holiday Great American oh, yeah. holiday. Everybody celebrates. Everybody loves it. So, uh, oh yeah, and real quick, just shout out to my parents. I think they got thirty-four years of marriage next Saturday. So, oh, shout awesome. out to them. Congratulations. Yeah. congratulations to the Sellies. Yeah. <laughs> they got me beat by six months. Wow. Oh, nice. Oh, Wally, well done. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. 
Oh, Gabe says he's off school for the week. All right, people of Austin, people lock your doors. All right, this yeah. guy's gonna be causing trouble down there all week long. So <laughs> you better watch out, as you know he's uh, he's an old school hooligan. So anyway, um, thanks guys, really appreciate it, and uh, come on, you irons. Yeah, come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. It was fun.